gals, it's Allie and Alexis. And we are here today to tell you about all the rage. So, first off, introductions and everything. Um, I'm Allie, um, and this is Alexis. Yes. <laughs> and basically, we're juniors in high school. Um, what else should we tell about our we lives? We play tennis. We're varsity tennis. tennis players. Yes. Book gals. Yes, book lovers. Um, rom-com enthusiasts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over that. Um, we love a good Starbucks matcha. Very much. Love a good chai. Mm-hmm. Um, what else about our lives? I'm in choir. I sing. A little bit of dancing. Yeah, no promo, but I do work at the Juicy Bunny Airport. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so that's like a fun little chronicle synopsis of, you know, what we do, what we do do in our free time. Um, I'm trying to think of what else to add. Oh, basically some of the topics that we want to cover in this podcast, if you guys are curious at all, um, stuff about like, you know, boys, friend drama, big one, um, just like different, like life expectancies at our age and stuff like I know I'm 17 and Alexis is 16 and that's a really interesting dynamic that like it's just very pivotal for the young Mm -hmm. gal so Mm -hmm. that's what we want to capture um hmm. anything to add um this podcast is really just going to be about us like sharing our opinions but like also advice but just like talking freely about the life of being a high schooler because I feel like we experience so many things and there's so many other podcasts out there that we love, but it's more geared towards like 20 year olds, and like older people. And we want like a space for like teenagers to like come and just chill and listen. Yes. We want a fresh voice in the realm just because it's kind of hard these days to like find somebody you relate to and find somebody in your exact situation. That's not like a billionaire or isn't like, set up in like LA you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. just it's hard to find like the in-between person for everybody's situation but we feel like we have that so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I'm trying to think a little bit about us um we love to go to the library yes, we're at the library love. recording right now she's an icon but I feel like also just a little segue into one of the statements I feel like it is such a hot take in society that people don't really our age at least People don't really, um, like, expect people to go to the library anymore. Facts. Because I was here about, like, 10 minutes before it opened, and I saw moms in the minivans, like, getting ready, <laughs> like, grandpas and everything, and there was, like, no one my age, like, in the parking lot, but, like, also oh, it's 9 o'clock on a Saturday. Who's going to wake up that early? Mm-hmm. I will. I will do anything to be at the library first <laughs> and just to be there in general, you know? Yeah, I feel like the stigmatization, that's if that's even a word, um, <laughs> of, like, going to parties and going to ragers and, like, just all of that. Like, it's very draining and nobody talks mm-hmm. about, like, mental health aspects of that and mm-hmm. how sometimes you just want to be a little introverted. No, for real. I feel like the library has always been, like, a safe, place for me especially when I was younger like I would go to the library on Sundays with my parents my sisters like even like not even like the local one but like we would like drive out to Schaumburg to like go to like the really big library and stuff and I feel like it's just such a calming place not only to get homework done because I know a lot of teenagers come here to get homework but to like also just plug in some headphones watch a movie like in a little room or just to read or just to like do anything you know Mm-hmm. And that leads into one of our other topics we're <laughs> going to talk about, 
um how I don't know about you Alexis but me as a kid I've always grown up taking honors classes like APs like even in like middle school like I was always doing the most Mm -hmm. so I feel like that is a very burning weight now Mm -hmm. that I realized that like okay stress management's a thing like (laughs) mental health awareness is a thing (laughs) I feel like you bring up an interesting point and like also like the dynamic because when I was younger like I did the dual language program so like I was doing both Spanish and English yeah that's so cool (laughs) my parents tried to sign me up for that by the way didn't get it no for real and I was like struggling to like learn English because like your brain is like divided in half half and I was like focusing more on Spanish but like I was kind of falling back with English so pretty much like kindergarten to like even like fifth grade before we moved like I was like more like struggling I had to get tutored and now like being in high school middle school taking AP classes and just like being at like the more higher end of our grade I it's something that I thought I would never like be at especially like when I was younger but like definitely I feel the pressure and it's it's really like you it's hard to say but like you have to like know to like find a balance you can't be like I'm all school like I have to do Mm -hmm. all of this and then also, like, you also have to carve time for it, and you might have to make sacrifices, you know? Real. By the way, that's, like, one of our countries. So you'll catch on to that, guys. Yeah. But we say real, yeah. slay. No, for real. <laughs> uh, and then when we start doing, like, in-person ones, we stick up our little fist all the time. We give a little rock and roll yes. with the tongue. Yes. I don't know. That's just, like, funny little things we do. No, but, real. Yeah, I don't know. From my personal experience, like, I know this year, last year and stuff, because of it was like really interesting for us because we had COVID. We during COVID of 2021, when it was at its second wave peak or whatever, we came into high school as freshmen mm-hmm. and we did the hybrid learning. Oh my God. <laughs> Struggle bus in and of itself. But yeah, that was a really big learning curve for like my social circles and like my learning and everything. And then coming in sophomore year, like later when people just you know, went haywire and stuff, that was really crazy, Mm -hmm. like, full-time, masks, the whole shabam, and so now, like, I feel like I need a reset or something, like, not that I want more high school experience, because I want to get ice out of high school, (laughs) but I just want to kind of catch a break, like, Mm -hmm. the expectation that you've got to take this, this, and this, and, like, meet all the criteria in order to just get into college it's, like, an insane amount of pressure to think about, and I think about that, like, all the time. No, for sure. Like, especially since we're juniors, like, it's one of, like, the most stressful years of our high school experience, and it's, like, we didn't have the, like, full four years of, like, the high school experience, like, that we see in movies and everything, and I think Mm -hmm. we definitely have, like, a very, like, interesting perspective because we kind of came from, like, in our middle schools, like, we were, we were friends, like, I feel like with a good amount of like different people yes very like a lot of just different friend groups and I feel like for me I was compared it to quantity over quality Mm -hmm. and definitely like we were like in with like the popular like quote-unquote popular people (laughs) and kind of out and then we get to like freshman year where we're like all online and like even like some of my friends dropped me so like I Mm -hmm. was very much just like like oh like okay what do I do and then going into hybrid like I started meeting people, but I feel like I never, like, truly, like, found my, like, good, like, solid core friend until, like, really, like, the beginning of junior year, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, sophomore year was, like, still, like, 
oh, like I was still like I even still talk to like a like different mix of people, mm-hmm. but like now I have that solid group that I'm like, okay, if I need support, if I want to hang out or just like different mm-hmm. things, I'm gonna go to these people, you know? Yeah, it's really hard to just like test the waters and everything, mm-hmm. and I feel like being at such an older age, it's kind of awkward that some people already have those groups. Mm-hmm. When they were younger, they have those best friends, and it's like. I know growing up, I had this one really close best friend, and then I shaped all of my friend groups around her, and I think then when we split apart finally freshman year, it was like, oh shit, like, what am I going to do now? Like, Mm -hmm. I got to regroup, recap, and I feel like just even, like, tying that into, like, sports and friends groups, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like because of tennis, I really shaped my whole friendship, like, circle and everything in sophomore year, and, like, that was great, like, I loved that, but it was also, Mm -hmm. like, overwhelming to the point where it when it ended and when tennis season was done, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go into therapy now. Like, I, <laughs> I need a little, like, I don't know, just, like, refresher. And, like, I need to let go of my control issues then because that was, like, a big switch up from nothing in quarantine to all in, like, tennis Facts. season. I definitely think, like, another point we want to bring up on this podcast is, like, being a student athlete and, like, also, mm-hmm. like, being on a team. We both play tennis and, like, I feel like, sports like in high school is such a great way to make friends but then also Mm -hmm. especially being girls and like yeah it's just like there's so much drama that can happen and there's Mm -hmm. already like pre-existing like friends and friend groups and like when you are spending every single day like five days mm, no six days out of like the week (laughs) every single day after school for like three hours like things are going to come up and like it's just I don't, it's hard and like you need a refresher you know mm-hmm. you need a break from it yeah it's like a work-life balance and mm-hmm. I don't know and on the other end of that spectrum like it is harder I feel like for girls to be in the realm of like just anything physical activity wise like it's such a male-dominated space and it's just it's kind of like bothersome honestly mm-hmm. because like I know from our coach like you know love him and all but he definitely does pay attention more to the boys and so definitely. then when we're expected to give 100% he gives like maybe 80 or 90 Mm -hmm. and so that's then hard to be taken seriously and especially in tennis like it's not volleyball it's not track it's not anything where you know people are like applauding you for how Mm -hmm. good you look in something like there is people who are like oh my god your tennis skirt looks so good but like (laughs) you know what I mean it's like it's kind of just like you don't want to be sexualized but you still want to be noticed Mm -hmm. and that is such a hard curve to come over when you're a woman I feel like athletics Going off of what you said, I feel like people try and make it, like, a aesthetic. Like, in the summer, I'm going to play tennis, go to the country club. And, like, we, like, especially, like, this summer, like, I definitely, like, I think we both, oh, my God. I'm, like, (laughs) also sick while, like, filming this. (laughs) I have such a bad cold. I'm so congested. But, like, even during the summer, we had that aesthetic of, like, going to the country club, doing camps and everything. But on the back end of it, like, it was, like, a lot of pressure and drama. And it, it was so draining. And I mm-hmm. I love the sport tennis, but I feel like sometimes, as you said, it gets, like, sexualized. And it just feels like we don't get the same exposure as all the sports, especially in our high school. And it feels like we're, like, we have some really good players on the team that are, like, top tier. And mm-hmm. we don't get as much of, like, you know, the credit that we deserve, but, like, the exposure, you know, no one shows up to our matches, which is fine, Mm -hmm. but, like, also when they do, like, they're, like, super loud and obnoxious. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're the forgotten middleman Mm -hmm. and stuff, which is kind of, I don't know, it's just frustrating. Like, I know 
we play tennis in the fall and football season is in the fall yeah. and like volleyball season is in the fall and so it's just kind of like it is overwhelming to have all of that enraptured in one kind of season and one kind of moment in your life and so I don't know so I feel like also we could talk about like how just going to the home homecoming games and like the football games yeah it's an experience in and of itself <laughs> it that is, is so draining the planning that has to go on behind that especially I think more like sophomore a little bit of junior year because like you I, had your I license neglected, you yeah know? yeah but oh my gosh like <laughs> I don't want to hate on the sport of football, so I'm, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that there. But yeah, no, it's just it's implied that like you're supposed to. It's kind of like going to the library versus going to a party. Like mm-hmm. you're expected to go have the time of your life, exhaust all your energy, and then go hang out with your friends and do other mm-hmm. stuff. And like that is fun to a certain extent, and I love the fact that I have the opportunity to do that. But it's also a perspective of okay, well, why is this expected of me if I'm drained, if I'm not like everybody else, like if I don't have that social battery, if my life can't drop at any moment to go to a football game and watch our team suck, like, (laughs) you're saying, they did make it to stay, but like, like, but don't all the other ones. (laughs) And also kind of, I feel like this is low-key like a Socratic seminar, but like, I love Socratic seminars. Hot take. No, for real. Hot take. I, if it's a good perspective or if it's a good topic, I'm all for one, one for all. No, for real. And I feel like another thing, bringing up like football games and like also like being a student athlete again, I feel like there's a time where you need to be able to say no. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like especially we, like we play on Saturdays. I'm talking five o'clock in the morning on the bus to mm-hmm. like Ottawa to like Wisconsin. And I feel mm-hmm. like for perspective, we do live in Chicago. True, true, true. Chicago true, true, true. land areas. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we definitely it was like we would have like we're taking AP classes as well. Like we're both in like two or three AP classes. So mm-hmm. every single week it's kind of like well in the fall, it's like we have a bunch of homework, but like we have practice till like four to like six and then we have games sometimes and then you make it a Friday and you're like well I kind of want to go to the football game and like people are asking you and everything Mm -hmm. but then you're so exhausted and you have to play the next day and sometimes it was so hard to like say no to people like Mm -hmm. no but like I want to have that experience of like Mm -hmm. going but for the sake of like my mental health and like my physical health like I need that day to myself and I feel like this year it was very much like that topic that way of like saying no and being like oh I need to like just have a day to myself because I think Mm -hmm. like even one time I was like oh do you want to like hang out or something and you were like girl like I planned the whole day to just stay home by myself and I was like girl you do that because I need to do that too (laughs) and we need to normalize that Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's never talked about and I feel like I don't know it needs to be yeah to say no more yeah and that's why I love the oops that's why I love the uprise of like just books and reading because it's such a decompressive type of activity and I feel like for so long like growing up I always deemed people who read books as like nerds or like just like the very big stigmatization and stereotype of like you know just quiet no friends no nothing no social life like no that's not what reading's about like (laughs) like it's actually fun if you get into it for real it's nice kind of having like a niche community in a sense Mm -hmm. of like girls like your age that love the same stuff as you do because it's draining just caring about or caring about like parties and social circles and boyfriends all the time and sex and like 
it's just hard to get over that stuff when you're only surrounded by that stuff. And so you've got to rework your friend groups and rework your life and, Mm -hmm. you know, go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, into our next thing, we wanted to start drink of the day. Um, Normally I go to Starbucks, but I'm trying to decaphemize myself. So (laughs) a peach bubbly it is. Alexis, what are you drinking? I've never had one before. That looks so good. Give it a try. I'm a peach gal. It's a sparkling like water and it's got like a little flavor. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> girl, I'm sick. I don't want to get you. Oh, true. <laughs> I'm still so, like, it's okay. I would bite this the way like, for Alexa. <laughs> um, I'm a Starbucks girly. If you ever need a Starbucks order, I'm your girl to go to. <laughs> I love Starbucks so much. I'm a little bit of a Dunkin' girly, but mm. I decided today to go back to like my true roots, which is a pink <laughs> drink. The sweet cream cold foam. This was my summer drink for 2020, for 2021, for 2022. This is all I got. And it is just so fruity, just <laughs> so good. And especially since it's like February, the month of love, the month of pink, I was like, I need to get a Real. pink drink. No, yeah, I think that really leads us into our next thing, like what we love about February, what we don't, um, things we love, people we love, people we don't like. <laughs> Um, without name dropping, because I suggested yeah. we full light, full name, last name, name drop, but Alexis didn't want to. I was so like, that's maybe cool. not. <laughs> but but no. yeah, I don't know. Uh, what are some? Let's start off with some loves, because it's the love month of love. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like everywhere being decorated with pink and red. I just, yes. I love that color combo. Like I feel like. I don't know. I feel like it just reminds me of childhood where, like, in elementary school, we would have, we would pass out Valentine's. (gasps) I miss that. Please, somebody bring that back to high school because that would stir up so much drama and I'm here for it. Um, I love, like, that whole aesthetic. Also, I love, what do I really love? I love rom-com, so, like. I do, too. I love a good rom-com book mm -hmm. as well. Which is nice. I so like I'm trying to like watch a rom com movie every weekend. Ooh, I um, love that. That's a good challenge. Yeah. And my sister loves rom com, so mm-hmm. I'll watch it with her. Let's talk about growing up with that, because I don't know about you, but I was first exposed when I was like literally five, and my mom <laughs> took me to see a Nicholas Sparks movie, and then after that, I watched all of the Nicholas Stop. Sparks movies with her, and so that just segued me into becoming like a little I don't know what to call it, like a little hopeless romantic at heart yes uh, that's why i'm saying like you are what's her name liz and better than the movie yes my lip painter shout out to Haley fam because that was such a good recommendation no i love that because i my family is like very much like a movie driven family like we gather up and like (laughs) we watch movies and like we usually watch like zombie apocalypse movies (laughs) or like war movies i'm like it's weird but like i love like I love a good war movie. I don't know why. But like, <laughs> Alexis, you're talking to the girl, my sister. She literally went to Half Price Books and was like, do you guys have a Holocaust section? <laughs> she loves to read Holocaust books. And I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> I can never get over that she does that. Like, she's so Shout out to Kate Paris because she's real. really something. That's so iconic of her. Uh, but, like, I just... I don't know where it segued into, like, rom-coms. Like, I honestly have no idea. I just mm-hmm. love movies in general, and I 
Yeah, you gravitate toward them. Yeah. Yeah. I also love how the colors of Valentine's Day are, like, so oddly feminine. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like so many things in the world, like, you just, you get shamed for femininity or, like, everything has to be, like, I'm not saying, I'm not complaining, but, like, in modern day and age, like, I love how everything's neutral and everything's equality-like and, Mm -hmm. you know, relevant to catering to everybody, which I love. But sometimes it's nice to appreciate, like, where you came from, Mm -hmm. who you stand for. You know what I mean? And not in the way that, like, you know, dealing with oppression and all of that sometimes, but just kind of like finding the beauty in being a part of certain groups. Mm-hmm. I feel so, that. Yeah. Now, what about like things that like we kind of hate about Valentine's or like kind of the month of February? Yes. I hate the fact that you are expected to get a boyfriend just at the snap mm-hmm. of your fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. I, I 100% agree with that. Yes. I hate PDA. I hate when I see yeah. couples communaling in my school. That makes me want to barf in my mouth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like so much of being, since we love rom coms and like the hopeless romantic, yeah, I feel like <laughs> we're always waiting for that moment of like our, like our high school like moment of like finding a guy that we like, he likes us back, mm-hmm. and just having he that does moment. all the gestures. No, for real. Like, I don't know. It, whether it's like enemies to lovers or like. <laughs> Freaking like um best fr- childhood best friends or like academic rivals or like all the tropes all the tropes you know it just I don't know I feel like especially in our grade like we have some couples that have been together for a minute Real. we have some that just split up recently mm-hmm. but I don't know like even for me like I was like mm, maybe let me shoot my shot and then I was like maybe let's not because one fear is like rejection. Mm-hmm. no that's a big fear of mine too and that's why I literally get all these like little minute crushes and when they disappoint me in any way I'm just like okay well good thing I wasn't attached because mm-hmm. no, hallway crushes real deal sometimes they're <laughs> yes. better than a good crush definitely uh, definitely like in the beginning of like COVID like uh-huh. the hybrid where you didn't see half of their face mm-hmm. and it was just like wow their eyes their hair <laughs> and they take the mask off and you're just like okay yeah that was a big disappointment to mm-hmm. say the least but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what else to be not like about the month of I hate the cold like oh, I hate the cold yeah. I hate the snow and I also hate the time of the year I think this is like very big for everybody like seasonal depression is most prominent mm-hmm. when you're over winter but like you still have the lingering effects of winter yeah and there's nothing to look forward to and you just gotta push it till summer mm-hmm. or push it till spring break at least I don't know no real I don't like the cold to be honest hot take mm. like I love like I love Christmas like I, I love, love a good snowy yeah. day mm-hmm. in December February like once it get like halfway in February I'm like I'm over it yeah and I feel like it's just hard because school gets harder then it's mm-hmm. like you know you don't want to go outside you don't want to go like there's just nothing to do anyways mm-hmm. and so I don't know so I've been trying to like find something to look forward to because we talk about that all yes. the time yeah. To have something to look forward to every week, every month, something big every year. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so therapeutic to do for yourself. So I highly recommend. Yes. Give yourself a little goal. What are some things that you're looking forward to, like, the rest of, like, the school year? Or, like, even the Yeah. Month, you know? I love that. Um. Well, today I'm going to a concert with our friends Sierra and Ava, which is going to be fun. I'm going to see Claire as yes. Uh Support little small <laughs> TikTok. No, I'm I'm joking. But she is really good. She's like a small little um, whatchamacallit. Just like I don't want to call her an influencer because she's not, but like 
She's just a singer. She's so low key. Like yeah. I love that about her. She's not like pushing her music too much. Where I'm like, girl. real. I don't know. I love her. Like she's so iconic. And I also love too how Alexis was invited to said concert, but she was like, "Yeah, I don't really want to go." So like, we just pick up for (laughs) yourself. Because me a year ago wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. You gotta learn like life lesson in a world where people don't give you shit. You gotta break away and Mm -hmm. you gotta take a stance. (laughs) That one I do know. Break out into song. You will be hearing me break out into song every minute because I am a choir kid at heart. Mm-hmm. Let's be for real now, y'all. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about before, but... Um, <laughs> oh, I think we were talking about... Um, we were talking about concerts. Oh, little things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, yeah, I just have some concerts. Um, what about you? Um... I'm trying to think. We have the 24-hour musical coming up. A little scared about that, but, like, excited. Um, also, nothing for this month, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are throwing a Valentine's Day party, though. Oh, yeah, 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 February yeah. 12th. Be there. <laughs> Be there. That's a little, like, at our school, all the football boys are, like, they don't say be there, like, be there at the game. They're, like, be there. Because be there. they're just uncollege educated. <laughs> I feel like they try and sound quote unquote person of color, but then it's just like mm, it's because it's, it's like a majority of. By the way, the kids at our school are predominantly white, including me. So like, <laughs> so like you know, just keep that in mind when you give it a lesson. No, but, for real. Yeah, but yeah, real truth, all the truth, nothing but the truth type of beat. So I don't know. Yeah. I think that's also weird too. I don't want to speak for you and speak on your experiences, but like, how do you feel with the kids at our school and how? I feel like it's kind of this weird thing where, like, a few... I'll tell you this experience. So, a few days ago, I was in my AP psych class, and we were signing up for stuff, and, like, one kid, he's, like, a your standard football jock, you know, you know, just, like, basic white kid. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to stereotype, <laughs> but, like, you know who I'm... You know the kid I'm envisioning, you know what I mean? And then this one girl, like, she's a little quieter. Um, I don't want to say she gets into trouble, but, like... She just has bad friends and stuff and whatever. And she was like, you know, oh, like, don't take my spot on the thing. Like, it's Black History Month. And then he, like, immediately backed off and was quiet. And I was like, you go, girl. Like, put him in his place because he's not the best of people, to be real. (laughs) I love that. No, because I've pretty much grown up, like, in a predominantly white area my entire life. But, like... I know, I feel like I live a double life sometimes. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm high-key, like, a different person at school. And then when I'm at home with my family, like, I'm a completely different person. But when it comes to, like, going to school and, like, I don't know, it's just... No, it, it, is, it is Black History Month, so I... Yeah, I really that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. I definitely, like, do use that, like, phrase a lot, but it's... It's, Rightfully so, though. Like, mm-hmm. we, we neglect and we neglect all of the... Like, I think, what is May? Like, um, Asian, American, like, mm-hmm. Pacific Islander Month, I think? I don't know. P- somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, but, like... Am I his- Hispanic Month? Cinco- no. But I don't even know. Cinco de Mayo is, but that's only no, yeah, the independence only of Mexico. Day. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's one thing that the school education system didn't teach us, was, like quality and like I could tell you anything about like Hitler and like the Holocaust and like anything not just because my sister but in general but like Mm -hmm. you don't learn about other stuff you know and I just saw this one um 
girl that was talking about how we need like an African-American like AP class to cover AP history. And I was like, everybody needs to take that over U.S. history. We're always taught U.S. history. And like, I'm just saying like, think of different perspectives. Like you cannot only teach from like the straight, cis, white colonizer perspective. Like... I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm not into politics, but I it's definitely... I definitely am. I will pick a fight. <laughs> they're banning the AP African American Studies in the state of Florida, and mm-hmm. it truly does not make any sense to me. I wish we had, had it offered at our school, because I definitely feel like... I feel like each... like I think it was like freshman year we were learning about... No, we, we were reading To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. And trauma, just saying. I mean, some people love the book, some people hate it. I read it. I have like indifferent feelings about it, but I just feel like when we talk about such such like harsh topics and serious topics at school, I always hear like I don't want to say jockey. I just hear like the boys in our class just like talking like talking to themselves or like not paying attention to the videos and stuff, and it. It hurts because it feels like they don't want to learn. They don't want to be educated. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels like things happen happens in the school. And, like, we just, like, get over, like, like little incidents and everything. Yeah, we turn to blind eye to, like, microaggressions and all that. Yeah, and microaggressions. It's, yeah. It's it's just hard to experience. And it's hard to watch. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's like that for a lot of people I know. So it's, just know, you're not alone. We love you, babes. Not alone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah i don't know i don't know how it turned into such like a little serious combo like Like, you just bring it up and you normalize Mm -hmm. that so we need that for sure yeah um i'm thinking what else do we talk about i know some of the topics we have um speaking of valentine's day it coming up we were going to do a valentine's day episode mm-hmm. um so i don't know do you want to do do you want to talk about that now or do you want to do that in a later episode um maybe in a later episode yeah that's what i'm thinking too because i think we were gonna have a feature on that yes agreed we are planning to have features too so you know just bringing different perspectives in for mm-hmm. us and our friends because i know me and alexis both like especially this year have so many more friends that are seniors mm-hmm. and so that's like a learning curve mm-hmm. you know because it's hard to see them go off to college, but it's also like it's great that they're around and then their classes mm-hmm. and they're they offer a more mature yeah. perspective sometimes. Mm-hmm. But also on the other end, like they're people just like us. So mm-hmm. why put them on a podium? Whereas True. some people put them on a podium. Not to name drop, but like yeah, I know a couple couple people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just like the whole friends thing is sometimes hard to, you know, break through with in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, like, um, just different friend circles and different friend groups and, like, normalizing that it's okay to have quantity, but you still need to always put the quality, quality first. first. for sure. Yeah. Like, and I definitely will say one thing, like, if your friends are not putting time to you, one thing, mm-hmm. like, definitely, like, it was such a thing I needed to learn in 2020 was... If your friends are not putting time to you, if they're not asking you to hang out and you mm-hmm. feel like you're always giving more, at some point, you just got to take a step back. And I feel like we'll definitely be talking about, like, friendship breakups and everything and mm-hmm. how to navigate, like, different, like, as you said, like, friendship circles. But mm-hmm. definitely, like, starting, like, 
the second half of our junior year like we want to make it fun we want to have those good like experiences but like have it with the people like you trust and love you know yeah agreed and I also think that it's hard too, just like letting like friendships go because some like just grow out and have a lifespan and then others are meant to be for longer mm-hmm. and I don't know what do you think some good qualities are in a good friend um and a good friend I definitely think mature just real in general. mature empathy, empathy like knowing definitely. how somebody else feels but like not to throw back to second step you know but <laughs> which is like a little program that our school did to teach empathy but like I don't know just having like empathy to let other people live their lives mm-hmm. and know when to interfere and know when to take a step back mm-hmm. Um, I feel like honestly, like loyalty. Loyalty is such say, a big yeah, yeah. thing. And it goes overlooked, but honestly, like loyalty and honesty, like if your friends lying to you, if your friends, you know, being shady, if your friends not doing it, like I don't know. It's just kind of disappointing and it's hard to process that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think what else. You need a good funny friend. I feel like True. there are different dynamics in friend groups where it's kind of nice to take a role, but it's also kind of not, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. You need a good good person to spice everything up, but also keep them at a distance if they're not doing good stuff. Six feet away. Yeah, Yay. for real. No, I don't know. Because it's, it's great to have people that, like, you bond with in different ways, but it's also very time-consuming to then change your personality up for each and every time that, that you hang out with them. No, real. I yeah. feel like that's what I've grown up with. Mm. It's very much like I've always had to, like, switch personalities, you know? Uh-huh. Especially, like, being a choir kid. Like, people, oh. like... That's stigmatized. Like, you're yeah. a hardcore theater. And, like, yes, I am. But, like, I'm also, like, not hard- hardcore theater. But, like, at the same mm-hmm. time, like, I have so many different interests. Like, books uh-huh. and, you know, tennis, choir, then painting. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's good to have, like, those different outlets of people that you can go to. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I don't know, it's nice that everybody offers something different. And I think growing up, like, I kind of had a similar experience where, like, at home, I was more quiet and independent. Or no, at school, I was more quiet and independent and everything. And I was just kind of a tag-along friend. Mm -hmm. And then at home, I was, like, louder, outspoken, oldest child. Like, it's interesting that, like, we develop different responsibilities. And, like, sometimes it's kind of nice having a dynamic. Like, I know I saw this one TikTok that was, like, everybody the oldest sibling should definitely date a youngest sibling and I feel like that's us in our friendship <laughs> yeah because I'm the oldest sibling and Alexis is the, the youngest. youngest but it's funny because like Alexis's older sisters which is very like maturing in and of itself and like I have a younger sister and a younger brother so mm-hmm. like that kind of brings you down a level to where you're not necessarily carrying all your weight you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. so I don't know but that's just what I discuss in therapy. I'm, I'm starting back. I'm so excited. Yes. I don't know about you, but we talk about therapy a lot. You do. Yeah. And I have this little bag that I brought today. Reading is cheaper than therapy. Uh, no, but uh, it is. It, it really is. It's definitely, I want to bring up a perspective. Definitely from, mm-hmm. I feel like in the general like outlook of being a person of color, I feel like therapy is not normalized. It's def- And also like being a Christian, it's very much like... It's like also like I am a Christian. I've grown up in the church, but it's also like it's like I like I don't like asking for help. That's like yeah, I'm the same way. Like I, it's so bad to say, and I definitely want to bring this up. Like I like 
I'd rather suffer in silence and like ask for help. It's so bad, but mm. it's the truth. And I feel like reading has definitely like brought like some therapy aspects to me mm-hmm. and just like really like calms me down. But then also like painting, like mm-hmm. I like yesterday I stayed home from school and I literally was just like painting and reading the whole That's entire true. day. And I was just chilling with my dogs, Daisy and Duke. Shout out to you too. Like, <laughs> my lives. And like, mm. I feel like for people, cause I feel like, Therapy should really be, like, accessible to everyone. And I feel Agreed. Like- Everybody needs it in somewhere or another. Mm-hmm. And I think you don't necessarily need to go to therapy and, like, go and talk to somebody. But find your routes and therapeutic mm-hmm. ways and stuff to express that. Definitely. Because I feel like it's it's hard to be a high schooler and you're, like, messed up and, like, asking your parents for therapy or, like, trying to go to the school counselors because, mm-hmm. like, don't, um, don't want to, like, uh, like, school counselors in high school no I'm willing to name drop like I literally told my therapist I have such bad experiences with all of them that I've ever had they've either been non-existent Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to say this in a degrading way because I doubt they get paid good money but like it's hard to come across somebody who genuinely cares and is willing to give you the resources without like stabbing you in the back almost Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. because it's so hard to do it in a way that's confidential and to do it in a way that's not going to take up your school time not going to cause you more stress not going to you know what I mean? It's hard that they're rolled up into schedules and yeah. therapy, therapeutic services all in one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, like, even my sister is, like, she's studying to be a social worker. So, like, mm-hmm. kind of in the same way, like, being a therapist, but, like, not. And it's just, like, interesting to, like, hear, like, what she's been learning and everything. And, like, even when I tell her stuff, she's, like, is this confidential or, like, is yeah. it, like, focused on the family? But, like, I would say, like, if you can't get access to, like, therapy and everything, like, find different outlets of, like, to, like, spread your creativity or just, you know, like, things that, like, calms you down. Like, even adult coloring books, I have five sitting in my, (laughs) like, in my shelf. I don't use them anymore. I should really donate them, but I don't know. Like, find find something that you can, like, decompress with, like, Mm -hmm. no matter what, you know? Yeah. That's, like, a lifelong thing. Yes, yes. And, you know, because it's New Year, I always try and not give resolutions because I hate the stigmatization that, like, you need to change yourself. You need to become the best version of yourself this year. No, that's not expected. You just Mm -hmm. do the best you can with what you've got. But I don't know. One of my goals is to try and learn how to crochet. Yes. uh, Because, I don't know, I see it everywhere. And I see that, like, people make sweaters and cute little trinkets. And I'm like, that seems therapeutic to just, you know, move your hands and kind of I don't know, create something out of nothing. I've been on, like, the crochet side of TikTok. Like, Me too. I love it. I eat it up every time. Just, and I feel like people deem it as, like, like a grandma old type of thing. And, like, even, like, there's this person in my classroom. Like, they literally bring, like, <laughs> like as a teacher, like, knitting and everything. And I'm like, I love that. And, like, the teacher was, like, I love that because, like, we never see younger people doing, like, yeah. that. And I don't want it to, like, die off because, like, no younger people know how to do it. My grandma taught me how to, like, crochet, like, when she came up, came up here from, um, I'm trying to think, <laughs> from her island because I'm yeah. also... How to support. How to support, but, like, also... <laughs> Sticking just, up a fuzz. Yes! <laughs> I don't know. It's just like learning different things. I forgot where I was going now. Yeah. No, that's okay. I learned how to crochet from my grandma too. And like, I don't know. I have, from my perspective, like I have two grandparents on one side who are very supportive, very calming, very like just always a go-to. Like Mm -hmm. I talk to them all the time. And, um, And then I have this one grandma 
who I'm not gonna name drop because like I don't <laughs> she doesn't even know how to use her phone but like I don't want to name drop her and like insinuate something but mm-hmm. anyways her husband died and they were she was like the predominantly like it was interesting seeing like the roles of them like she was the quote-unquote male dominant figure mm-hmm. I guess in the family and she was very directive and she made the money and she did this this and this but yet when my grandpa still died like she was still like there and like it was kind of interesting seeing her fall apart Mm -hmm. you know and like but I don't know it's interesting too like how you brought up like sometimes you know she is super religious and so it's interesting seeing like okay how does that religion then reflect onto my family Mm -hmm. you know because it is like a learning curve too like just becoming your person like you find what you relate with religiously and you find what you don't Mm -hmm. so I don't know I feel like that's another topic we can discuss like yeah. Like the age gaps like with our parents and then also grandparents cuz I like yes. always have like a different experience with you for like grandparents like mm-hmm. um like both of my I only have one surviving grandparent left and she's on the other side of the world but I mm-hmm. haven't really had like any relationships with my grandpas, you know, like they mm-hmm. died when I was pretty young and like I also like I just kind of like I have stronger relationships, like, with my grand, like, grandmas and everything, but then also one of them just passed, like, a couple years ago, so it's interesting mm-hmm. to, like, hear about, like, those different yeah. stuff and everything, and, like, I feel like sometimes I'm, like, envious, because I'm, like, ugh, yeah. I would, like, I wish, like, they could come and see me, see me perform and everything, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's such an interesting, like, thing to get into, it's, like, yes. having that, like, nu- nuclear, like, family dynamic and how important, like, spending time with like your cousins or like grandparents and like your immediate family Mm -hmm. really is to like shape you as a person you know yeah definitely because I know I'm super close with my cousins on my mom's side because she has three other siblings but like on my dad's side he's an only child so it's like night and day difference and I feel like a shit person for like comparing them and saying Mm -hmm. I pick favorites but I just do like they're closer to me they live closer in proximity Mm -hmm. like we just have more in common there's lots of an age gap like it's just a factor of things, you know? Mm-hmm. But I like what you said about, like, the nuclear family. Like, we're learning yeah. about that in sociology. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. And it's so fun because I feel like in my family, like, I'm close with all my family members, but I'm more close with my cousins and my grandparents. Mm-hmm. But that's also because I don't live with them and I don't have those immediate needs mm-hmm. and immediate struggles. And, you know, there's not, like, the power dynamic, whereas, like, yeah. I have that sometimes with my parents. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I feel I like we covered, like, a lot of topics. I know! You got a good intro of our life. So, mm-hmm. hopefully you enjoyed. Um, we will be discussing an outro, so that is to be determined. <laughs> but, anyways, have a great day, guys. Yes. Uh, um, any final words? I don't think so. Stay fresh. Keep on slaying. Yes. Be you to your fullest extent. Yes. Love you. Bye! Bye.